Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Welcome to WriteCast, a casual conversation for serious writers, a monthly podcast by the Walden University Writing Center. I'm Claire Helikoski. And I'm Casey Walls. It's really helpful for students to know their learning preferences and to relate that to their writing instructor. Today, we're going to talk about how students' understanding of universal design and learning preferences can help them apply feedback from paper reviews and build their writing skills. Veronica Oliver will be our guest to discuss this topic. Welcome, Veronica. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, Veronica. Uh, could you let listeners know a little about why you know so much about universal design and what it is? Yeah, um, so I have students with disabilities gain additional support through the Writing Center. So because of that, I wanted to research best practices for providing online writing feedback for students with disabilities. So I was interested in learning more about providing feedback for students with disabilities, specifically in an online platform, because we don't have um, that real-time conversation with students. So I don't always know if my feedback is helpful, like the way I might model a writing or APA concept, or if I should recommend one type of resource over another. Through my research, I was led then to Universal Design for Learning, which the Center for Universal Design defines as an approach to designing products and environments where they are accessible to everyone to the greatest extent possible, so all students, not only those who have a disability, would benefit from them. And I know in the Writing Center, we work to ensure our online materials and all the platforms that we're offering are as accessible as possible. As writing instructors, we have incorporated universal design principles into our approach. We've received specific training on that. And so I love what you said, Veronica, about wanting to make sure that not only is it accessible for specific disabilities, but just also in general, acknowledging the asynchronous nature of our feedback. So going back to talking about universal design principles, could you tell our listeners a little bit about what that means? Yeah. um, So since our role as writing instructors is to help students build their writing and revising skills, it's important that our feedback's clear and actionable. So one thing I think of when I think of this is how for paper reviews, we might use highlighting, underlining, and bold type together to relate writing aspects like sentence structure and more abstract concepts such as the meal plan. So this is because with 10% of the population colorblind, if we used highlighting a alone to model writing and APA concepts, it might not be helpful for all students. So students can see this too with some of our online modeling, like our page on sentence structure. Yes. So we like to have lots of different ways to kind of indicate or or specify what we're talking about so that it's visually accessible, both for seeing students and students using a screen reader, et cetera. And I know that you thought more about this, Veronica, than Casey and I probably have. Uh, So what are some other examples of where universal design has been a helpful lens to consider when providing feedback for students during a paper review? Yeah, so while universal design is meant to meet the needs of all involved, which which in our case is helping students build their writing and revising skills, I also think about the fact that some students might have an undisclosed disability and therefore they might benefit 
from one type of feedback over another. So for instance, a student might have a learning disability or visual impairment where feedback in the form of long chunks of text might be hard to process. So as writing instructors, we often try to provide students with brief feedback, sometimes in bullet points if possible. Yeah, I always try to think about what kind of feedback I would like and how I feel that I most benefit from receiving feedback from others. And and I try to model that in my own work. But as you're pointing out, Veronica, people have different learning styles. People have different preferences for feedback. And so I think all of this research that you've done is, is so, so important. We have some resources for instructors on universal design and some general tips for providing feedback for students with disabilities, as well as some more specific tips for providing feedback for students with specific disabilities on the instructor end of things. As you noted, though, Writing instructors often don't know if a student has a disability. Yeah, that's true. So what's also true is that not all students experience their disability in the same way or to the same degree, which is where universal design principles meet with learning preferences. And when I say learning preferences, I I mean like how a student learns best or feel that they learn best. Right. So I'm getting that the difference there is being able to fully access the information presented versus how we would like to have the information presented to us. Like some people are auditory learners where they learn best by listening to information, such as our webinar or podcast. And some people are visual learners where they learn best by taking in information visually, like the modeling we have on our web pages for various writing and APA concepts. Yes. Generally, auditory, visual, and kinesthetic, which is where someone learns best by doing something hands-on or incorporating movement, are the three main learning preferences, but there are others too. Like someone might learn better socially, like in a group of class peers, or they might learn better solitary in, in solitary. And people often have more than one preference, but they usually have one or two main preferences that work best for them. And I think uncovering that can be just as important when you're trying to learn something, trying to figure out. I know I definitely am someone who nothing will make sense for me until I actually try to put it to use myself. And so just knowing that about myself, I, I think that took a while to figure out. And as we noted before, we have resources for students that reflect an understanding of universal design and learning preferences. So students can choose a type of resource on a topic they want to learn more about and then practice according to their learning preferences. And I would really recommend that students check out these different types of resources that we have, because like I said, it's it's not always perfectly clear which learning style is going to be best for you, and it might also depend on what you're trying to learn. Yes. As noted previously, though, we don't often have a lot of information about a student, which makes the client report form a student fills out important for us. So we know what type of feedback is helpful for them. This way, we can tailor our feedback and resources or resource recommendations to a student's unique learning preferences. Yes. Yeah, it would be so great if uh, if more students included that in their client report form when they sign up for a paper review. I know I have definitely had several students who either put that in their form or after a review or two with me kind of let me know, you know, I really like webinars or I don't really like outside links. I would prefer, you know, more specific examples from from my own writing. And that type of feedback is so valuable because 
us writing instructors are are happy to change our approach and you know use different types of feedback and provide links to different resources that are going to meet those learning preferences or you know facilitate the most accessible experience possible whatever it might be and letting us know about that is really valuable to our to our process and if you're like me and are maybe not entirely sure which uh, learning style is going to be best for you, you can also just point out, like kind of like Claire was saying, what is working best for you or if a specific comment or resource was really helpful because we do know a number of different tricks and tips and we've been trained on different ways to share that information. And like Claire said, you know, we're we're here to support students and so we don't want to be just presenting information to the void, right? Yeah, I can definitely think of times myself where it would have been helpful if I knew more about what was working for the student. So for instance, I worked with students who seemed to be struggling with a writing concept across several paper reviews, and I didn't know if my feedback was helpful or if the resources I recommended were helpful. So while we encourage students to contact us through the writing support at waldenu.edu, email if they do have questions about our comments. I know I rarely have actually been contacted by students through that email. I like how this whole episode has basically become a kind of discussion about how we want feedback, too, um, and and (laughs) talking about how to share that. And I think what I'm taking away here, Veronica, is that it's really helpful for students to know their learning preferences and to relate that to their writing instructor through the client report form when they sign up for a paper review. And this seems like it's important for students whether or not they identify as having a disability. I agree. I know students are busy, and that may be why they don't contact us if they have questions about our comments. But it would be helpful to know their learning preferences, whether they do or don't contact us. So that way we know what type of feedback and resources would be most helpful for them. So, Listeners, if you have learning preferences or a disability you would be comfortable sharing, let us know. We have lots of tools and approaches to help support you. Thank you for inviting me to WriteCast this month. It was great to talk to you about universal design and learning preferences. Thanks for sharing your expertise, Veronica. Yeah, thank you so much, Veronica. So we're going to link to some resources that we mentioned and a few other relevant things in our show notes. And until next time, keep writing. Keep inspiring. WriteCast is a monthly podcast produced by the Walden University Writing Center. Visit our online writing center at academicguides.waldenu.edu slash writing center. Find more WriteCast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast app. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on our blog and at writing support at waldenu.edu. Thanks for listening.